Hey everybody, Chris here from the academyofworship.org and today in this podcast I am tired and it's been a crazy week for me. Um, you may have noticed that the uh, channel didn't release anything last week and that's because so much is going on. Um, I just had to like take a break for uh, that week so I apologize for the absence but um, today's topic in this podcast kind of deals with uh, things that kind of dovetail into uh, a lot of the stuff that was happening last week, not specifically with me, but things that were in my sphere or in my, um, I don't know, orbit, whatever, not my orbit, you know what I'm talking about. Um, and today we're talking about burnout. We're going to be talking about um, just kind of the reality of mental health, the uh, things that we have to deal with, um, not only in ministry or uh, church and things that have to do with our faith life, but just in life in general. And I, I think that this is a topic that it's talked about every once in a while, but I think if you tune into any other uh, faith-based podcast or um even just YouTube channel that's teaching musical stuff or whatever. I mean, you're not going to really hear too much talk about uh, the reality of just life and the weights and what it's like to experience certain things in life that we, we don't like to acknowledge it or whatever. And um, like I was saying, I'm not going to go into detail, but like last week there was a lot going on um, with a close friend and some things that uh, started me thinking about mental health overall but that, like I said, kind of worked really well with uh, ministry and a very common thing that happens to people. And you've probably heard the term or you've experienced it or at least some degree of it. And that's burnout. So I don't know. I, I'm kind of freewheeling it today. Um, I thought I'd just kind of roll tape, as it were, and talk about this because um, I don't know. My mind's all over the place on it. So I, I hope that something coherent comes out of this. And uh, more than that, I really hope it um, blesses someone out there. I hope that someone listens to this and understands that uh, um, if you are going through some of the things we talk about or um, think about, it, you're not alone and uh, th there's much more in life and the things that the that God has to offer than I think we we admit to ourselves in this very real thing. So if you're into listening and talking about something as little heavier than usual, then you know, pull up a coffee and, and let's engage. And uh, if not, then I suppose you can just wait till uh, I release some other content that has nothing to do with um, serious stuff, <laughs> I guess. But uh, I think all of us out there are real enough to kind of sit down and and uh, talk about some of the stuff that we avoid. But so burnout. What is burnout? Um, I think there's a really general way to talk about burnout, and then I think there's a very specific Christian way to talk about burnout. And I think that if we were asking, you know, the world, um, people who may not be Christian or whatever. And, and use the word burnout, you know, what does it mean? And I think a lot of people think of it as being tired or overworked or, um, gosh, uh, you know, the, all those words that I think we use to somewhat describe burnout. 
But in my life and maybe yours and in people that I've talked to in ministry specifically, burnout has, um, I guess, unforeseen consequences or things that people don't realize maybe is burnout in the first place. Uh, and they kind of, you know, push through it because the world tells us, you know, Hey, if you're tired or if you have, um, you know, you're burning the candle at both ends or you're too busy. Um, cause we always talk about how busy we are and all these things. It's like, you know, just pull yourself up by the bootstraps and, and just, uh, you know, trudge through it or, um, get through it. And I, and I think that God has given us, um, certain wherewithals to deal with certain things, but I think that that's a pretty shallow answer to someone who may be actually experiencing some, well, mental trauma, some um, things that are actually going on that are hurting our families and things around us. So I'm not talking about just being tired. We're not talking about just, you know, you just, you want you want a vacation. I'm not talking about that specifically, although I'm sure those things could help alleviate certain things. But what we're talking about in this podcast is the burnout that affects everything around you um god it's really it's really hard to quantify not because it's uh hard to define because you can see it in someone um some of the the and again i'm i'm not even again just disclaimer i didn't put this up front i'm, I'm not a mental mental health professional so you know, if, if any of this seems familiar, I'm only talking anecdotally just from my experience and what I've seen and then what I've also experienced myself. Um, but don't don't use anything I'm saying in this to, to diagnose anything for reals. If you, you know, are, are dealing with some serious stuff or hurting and need to reach out to someone, then please, please stop this video or <laughs> this audio podcast and go seek something out, go seek out biblical counseling, either from a qualified professional, whether it's a, a counselor or a pastor, uh, but someone who actually can, can speak into your life and counsel you biblically on uh, the proper response to certain things that we're going to be talking about. Um, even mental health professionals, there's no shame in that. Just, you know, reach out because, um, you know, when stuff goes undiagnosed and you try to trudge through it and you can't, um, there can be serious consequences. So, um, but anyway, back to what I was saying, um, the, the burnout that I've seen, the burnout that I've experienced, it tends to, um, depending on your personality and, and I'll be talking about my personality, which I know isn't, um, reflective of everyone out there. So if you don't hear these things in your personality, then don't feel bad because you may be experiencing this in a different way, but it tends to affect relationships. Um, because in my life, cause I did experience burnout. It was, um, it was a while ago and I still experienced parts of it, but I've learned to recognize. Um, and that's one of the benefits in, in coming through it and, and admitting things to yourself and maybe having, like I said before, people speak into your life and, um, you know, speak the truth in love and, um, all those things, you can come out the other side of it and kind of recognize when it's creeping up on your life. But I noticed that the way I was treating people, um, you know, it starts with the basic stuff. Like you're treating, you're, you're short with people. You don't want to deal with people. Um, you end up 
um, pushing people away, even inadvertently, like you're not necessarily ignoring them. It's just they don't want to be around you anymore because you're um, more and more negative. You... Um, you ha- you find it harder and harder to do the things that used to bring you joy in the Lord. So if this in this case, if we're talking about uh, music ministry, um, then you know all of a sudden you're not seeing it through the light of praising God and just bringing God's people into worship. You know it's this trudgy thing, and you have to you know why do I have to do this and uh, what why am I dealing with X and why is Y happening and oh not again you know. Um, Joe Bob Blow has to deal with this thing, and now I have to get pulled into it. You know, all these things that, um, and I apologize to any Joe Bob Blows out there because, yeah. Um, yeah, so that's like one of the things that can happen is you, you, you're, you're not recognizing that you are the issue, it's everyone around you is the issue. And I think that, um, that's a really hard one to see because again, everyone around you is the problem and you're, you're pointing out all the things around you, which are wrong, which are causing, you know, pick, pick the, pick the situation that someone else is causing that, not you. And usually in hindsight, um, again, once you've gotten some help or at least just, uh, not even necessarily therapy, but just really get to kind of stop or be pulled out of that situation. In hindsight, you see that, Obviously, the, per- the the problem was you. Now, that's not to say that there aren't people that exacerbate the issue, because there are certain situations and people and stuff that do. But that's no excuse for us in ministry or otherwise, to be honest, to treat people the way that when you're experiencing burnout, you treat people. So that's one thing I noticed. It was a big one. Um, your world kind of, or your world view. I don't mean your biblical worldview or how you see the world as far as. Um, although maybe this is the case, um, but I mean, like the way you experience the world becomes, um, more gray. And, uh, this of course leads into depression and things like this. And, and again, depression is one of those things where sometimes, you know, you're, you're experiencing depression. Sometimes, you know, that, uh, you're right in the middle of this and you're just, you don't want to get out of bed and that's an extreme depression. And again, if you, if you're experiencing that, please, please get help. Um, but sometimes depression can, um, manifest itself in different ways. Like for, for myself, I have had that kind of depression. Um, but I also know that depression can be, um, almost the opposite effect. You can kind of overdo it. You can double up on your efforts to do things and, um, find, find fault in yourself. So like for myself, I, I'm a very, um, Oh, what is, I need to pull myself up by the bootstraps. Um, I'm always worried about, uh, how people think of me and if I'm living up to whatever, most of the time, probably false expectation people have of me. Um, I drive myself harder because I didn't live up to whatever fake expectation there was. Um, so there's a lot of that where depression can kind of warp you into seeing situations and people and, um, events and pick your thing wrong. You can, you can have a warped view of that. And, um, you know, I don't claim to know all the ways that depression can manifest or even, um, burnout 
for that matter. But I do know in my life, I've seen that and I've seen other people have to go through that. Um, there's probably lots of other ways burnout can happen. Um, but most of the time you become critical. You're critical of the people uh, who are over you. So let's say you're in a ministry position. If a pastor is over you, uh, or if you're submitting to some other authority or whatever, or even let's just say in your job or whatever it is, whatever authority is around you, uh, church authority, job authority, you you tend to, I don't know, la- I won't say lash out, although that can happen. You tend to um, see that as an issue and tend to be very critical of that. Um, I've mentioned in a previous podcast that my family has recently changed churches and it's been a very good thing. And I didn't realize, I mean, I did to a certain extent, but again, in hindsight, you kind of go, Oh man, I didn't realize I, I was having that issue. And, um, I was very critical of things that didn't, I shouldn't have been, or, you know, I sort of submitted to and just not had an issue with. Now there, there were plenty of things that you're allowed to be critical of, and stuff, but we're not talking about those. We're talking about just you show up to church or you show up to your job, you show up to whatever, and really no one no one can do any right. <laughs> no one can no one can do anything right in your eyes, and they're just morons. And you know, there's there's this is all something that you're manufacturing in your head. And um, uh, I mean, granted, there, don't get me wrong, people do things wrong. I'm just saying that. Your, your lens that you have put on because of burnout creeping into your life, because you're not giving yourself a, a physical break, you're not giving yourself a mental break, you're not uh, doing the things to help yourself, you're not seeking help, um, whatever it is, and we'll talk about some of that in a, in a bit, you're, you're just done. You have no emotional reserves left. You, um, and again, this is all stuff you don't necessarily see about yourself. You don't, you don't realize this. You either need someone from the outside telling you this or, um, through other circumstances, whether it's getting fired or let go or dismissed or, you know, put on involuntary sabbatical, I don't know, whatever you want to call it. Then you have hindsight and see this stuff, but, uh, that's it. You kind of have this wall up and everything becomes this gray, no one can do right. You, you have, you know, resentment, you're critical and it really infects and permeates every single thing you do. It'll affect your relationships in ministry. It'll affect your relationships in your family, um, like your marriage with your kids, uh, your job. It'll affect extracurricular activities because even those become, not helpful. There's no real release there. You know, if you have a hobby or something, um, I mean, sometimes they help a little, I guess, but overall it's like, you can't get away. You can't get away from the issue. You can't get away from, um, you know, that what you see is the idiocy and the stupidity and the, the incompetence and all the things that you think make sense, all the things that you can come up with as an ex- excuse. Um, you know, all of that, it just affects everything, gets into everything. Um, 
another thing I can think of that really kind of crops up is it's um, you can get really into a kind of a and this this is part of the the maybe depression and stuff like there's a lot of I'm sure reasons this happens but I've I've noticed there's a a woe is me mentality um, you you start being okay with being quote the victim um, again whether that's intentional or not um, I think some people are very intentional with that some people are don't realize they're doing it and that again can start affecting everything around you because like I had mentioned at this point in burnout you 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 don't see it happening but people around you see it happening you know something's wrong whether you admit it or not your subconscious might even be telling you that but you something's not right you may be even able to to look at kind of the past and realize I used to find joy in this, or I used to uh, be excited to do this or X or Y or whatever the thing that we're talking about. Um, Cause burnout comes in so many f- flavors and for so many reasons that I'm not going to be able to, you know, specifically tell you what burnout is as far as for you. But if you're seeing any of these indicators or flags, um, it's, it's important that you, you have to, you know, go to your quiet place with the Lord and admit it. You have to come to a realization and admit to the Lord that something's wrong. Number one. I mean, I think that's always the case when there's something, when you're struggling with even a sin or something like that, you have to admit it, right? You have to say it. You have to bring it into the light. The Lord already knows, right? I mean, it's not like we're hiding this from God. Um, but we definitely hide it from ourselves and we definitely uh, don't want to admit that something's wrong. So I guess as we transition into the, okay, now what there's a problem, that would be the first thing you have to do. And it's probably the hardest thing to do. Um, I suppose some people have an easier time with it than others. Um, I can admit that that is very hard for me to, to do because um, as a friend of mine puts it, uh, and I agree with this, this, uh, way of, of, of thinking about it, I suppose. Um, I am a recovering high priest in the church of self-reliance <laughs> that always stuck with me when he told me that, um, because you're, you're convinced you can do this on your own. You're convinced that, you know, whatever problem it is, you can fix it. You don't got to involve other people. You don't have to, all these ridiculous things we tell ourselves. But once you, whether it's, you know, and again, there's some people that can hear it from the outside when someone goes, you know, something is wrong and we need to sit down and talk about it. Or maybe it's progressed to a point where your pastor or a leader or a boss or whoever sits you down and says, we need to talk because there's an issue here. And of course, your first, uh, you're going to be defensive. If you're like me anyway, you're going to be defensive. You're going to want to put up that wall. You're going to want to blame the person that's telling you this. And you're going to want to uh, be angry. And I wish I could tell you that's not normal because it seems to be. I've both been that person and I've dealt with those people. But there are people out there, and maybe you're one of them, that can hear that 
and immediately recognize the issue and humble yourself to a point where you said, yep, I, I need help. You're right. You're right. That's a problem. And, and maybe you're the, 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 the former person, but you've gone so far into this land of, of being burned out that you got no other choice than to just admit it. So wherever you're at in that spectrum, um, I hear it from me. I mean, it may not mean anything to you, but I understand. And I'm willing to bet that if you are in this situation, that there are people around you that will understand as well. Because there's probably someone in your life that's already gone through this, or maybe is going through this, um, so they won't be. It won't be a foreign concept to them. This burnout thing. Um, it's it's very common in the church. I mean, I think that if you haven't already or or even heard about it, if you start researching this online and there's there's books on it, there's whole whole industries built around this whole thing. But in, in church, I think it's very easy for us to. Um, sweep it under the rug, not talk about it. And uh, we're just, you know, people's lives are in ruins, you know, behind us, um, whether it's our own or, or someone else's, and we don't acknowledge it. And I, um, it, I think it's just really important to. It's really important to acknowledge it. And uh, I don't mind being one of the voices speaking up about it. Um, so admitting it. That would be obviously step one. I think that's step one in a lot of problems we have as humans um, is admitting the problem, right? But in this particular case, you have to acknowledge that you're burned out. And it doesn't mean you're just tired. Like I said, it doesn't mean you're just depressed. It, it can mean a lot of things and the flags for it are many. So do a self-evaluation when either approached from this or maybe, you're, like I said, you're just recognizing something's not right evaluate it and burnout can happen uh pretty early on you know it can happen to people who maybe don't have a whole lot of responsibility it can happen to people who have a ton of responsibility and it can happen at any point on the timeline of that responsibility um and once you admit that you have this issue that you're dealing with a burnout issue the next step would be something along the lines of um, talking to someone about it and finding a way for you to take a step back. Now, I don't mean, this is this one's important because there's a lot of people I think that do this. I've done it myself. Uh, I'm guilty of this. You, sometimes you just want to take your ball and go home. You just, as it were, you just want to throw up your hands. You want to walk away and not deal with it for a long time. Let someone else deal with it because I'm done. I can't do this anymore. And as Christians, we have to be really careful about what that means. If that's the path we want to take, because that's burning bridges. That's definitely not building up the body. There's a lot of uh, maturity things that would come up. If I were to see someone do that, that I would, I would question. Um, and I think that as leaders, we're called to more. So, um, I would sit down with your pastor if you haven't already um, or a, 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 a brother or a sister that you trust, depending on you know if you're a man, sit down with a man. If you're a woman, sit down with a woman. And someone that's, you know, you trust implicitly and just just talk, talk. I mean, be honest with them. I mean, say say all the gross things. It's in your head. Say all the terrible things 
and all the things that you don't think anyone's going to be able to hear you say because they'll think something bad of you. And again, this is a very trusting thing. And if you don't have a brother or sister around you that you trust in that way, then find a therapist or um, a biblical therapist would be fantastic. If not that, then at least a therapist, someone that you know won't betray your trust because a lot of this breaking the cycle, as it were, the thing has to do with trust. So, and you need to get it out in the light. You need to say it. Once you find this person and are able to articulate even badly, don't even worry about, you know, it sounding like some coherent thought. Sometimes the best, and I'm using this air quotes for therapy, some of the best therapy um, is just the mind dump trying to get all of the emotions out at the same time. It's frustrating, but it's very, uh, I don't want to use the word liberating because that's overused, but it's very, it's cathartic and it helps because sometimes, look, let's be honest. Sometimes an emotion can't be expressed in words. It's just, I don't know, crying or yelling, <laughs> you know? So that's not wrong either. It's just, again, the trust between you and the brother or you and the sister and, um, or, or professional or whomever you've chosen and, and find to be able to do this. But once you articulate all this and, and, and get it out there, it's easy to start talking about the realities behind some of these feelings. Cause a lot of the time, as previously talked about the, the, the way that you're seeing the world and the way that you're, um, per perceiving things isn't necessarily accurate. You're, you're, um, it's all colored by this burnout that you're experiencing. And so a lot of times in talking through it, you'll be able to, to get to root issues. You'll be able to see things as they really are. Even if you don't accept them yet, you'll be able to see them as they really are. And, um, or at least begin to see them as they really are so that you can work through it. But I think, uh, the third and final stage then after talking this through, you recognize it first, um, painfully and horribly sometimes. Two, you, you find someone you trust and they love you and you love them and you, you blab it all. Um, and three, usually you're going to step back, step down, do something that gets you away from the um, causes that you've identified in step two. Um, or even if it's something that's not necessarily quote causing it, like it's not an outside force that's making you burn out. It's just, you have so much on your plate or, you know, lack of time to do something else sometimes causes it. You know, you, you just, you're so engrossed in what you're doing. You, you're the guilt for not being able to pay attention to your family or another thing that you would like to do in your lifetime you're so that that causes it. So there's a million ways that this can happen, but once you've identified it, then you need to step back and you need to do it in a biblical way. Um, which means without tearing a brother or a sister down without tearing apart a church or splitting a church body or gossiping or, um, all of the sins that we can struggle with, in a situation where we feel either attacked or whether we are or not attacked, sometimes we lash out and do all these things. And so, um, when you're, when you're making this step down or transition into a break 
or uh, vacation sabbatical, all the names you can call it. Do it in a loving way. And sometimes you have to have outside influences from pastors or people that love you and are they're biblically sound and they're mature in their faith and things like that. They can walk with you through this and make sure that you're not, well, taking your ball and going home, that you're not um, going to do anything to hurt the body and vice versa, that the you're not going to feel hurt by the body, that this um, congregation, this brother and sisterhood that we have um you know hey we're we're all sinners we all walk through this stuff and it's real and it hurts and it's not fun but we at the end of it want to glorify god we want god to be glorified in uh despite our sin through the healing of that sin through our pain, through recovery, and all the things that surround it. Not because he's causing these things, but because he's big enough and he is worthy of all the praise. That's why we're doing this, is to give him all praise, glory, and honor. And if we can't, at the end of the day, even though we're walking through this terrible time, do that, then, um, you know, that we're doing it wrong. So find a way to do that. Now it's going to involve Bible study. It's going to involve prayer. And this is all on your part, but hopefully with brothers and sisters. So prayer, it's going to involve worship. It's going to involve a lot of things that you're probably already doing. And if not, it's a good spiritual discipline to start or at least do more because it's, this isn't just a of the flesh thing. You you can't burnout's not solved in the flesh ever. Uh, as much as we'd like to say we did, or that we pulled ourselves up by the bootstraps and that whole "I did it myself" thing, the world can think that all at once. But if you believe what you say you believe, and I believe what I say I believe then we can't leave it at the bootstraps level. We have to understand that God has to heal this and God has to be involved in this intimately. So it's a big ball of going through stuff. And as I said at the beginning, I'm not a mental health professional. So I'm not diagnosing anybody out there or myself for that matter. Uh, but I have seen these things and anecdotally I'm telling you how this usually works out and how the healthy ways of coming out of it have ended up because the unhealthy way is usually a break in the body uh, of the church. Uh, the person walking away and being hurt and not wanting to ever come back to church or some version of that or, uh, you know, even more severe, maybe there's medical issues involved that didn't need to be, or God forbid someone, you know, wants to hurt themselves or take their own life or something that serious. And the hope of course, in this is that you would catch it before it ever got to that level, but it's real. 
burnout is real and uh, mental health is something we need to consider as Christians. Um, you may or may not agree with me. I don't know what faith tradition you come from. I know there's some out there that I'm probably talking crazy um, or that they think I'm, I don't even know, but, but I don't really care. So I've seen it firsthand and I know that I and other people who have gone through it love the Lord and maybe you're experiencing some of this and I, you probably love the Lord too. So I want to encourage you at the end of all this, and it's a very heavy episode, I understand that, but at the end of all this, I want to encourage all of you out there that whether you're struggling with this or you know someone who is struggling with this, um, it's, it's say something either to yourself, admit it to yourself or talk to someone if you're going through it, or if you know someone say something because we love each other. And the best thing you can do in love is to tell someone that you see something. The worst thing we can do to each other as brothers and sisters is not say something. And I don't mean to be rude or to me being to the person, but to seriously, I'm concerned for you. I'm concerned with your, you know, where you're at mentally and where you're at spiritually or whatever the case may be. And I will want to be a resource for you and help and love on you. What can I do? You need speak up. But if you're going through this, please, like I said, say something, admit something, um, and take care of it. It's not going to go away. It just gets worse. Trust me, it just gets worse. So I truly do appreciate all of you out there. Um, the The channel right now has like 260-something uh, plus subscribers, which, you know, I started this channel as a pure, just, I love the body of the church. I have some things that I might, I, that I think people might find useful to teach. And so I teach it. This podcast was designed as a, just kind of you and me sitting down and having a coffee chat, I guess, and talking about things that are in the church, some things that maybe aren't and just having a real talk. So I, I'm really appreciative of all of you out there for tuning in and any new subscribers we have out there is awesome. Um, but the fact that we have that many is it kind of blows my mind. Cause I, like I said, I didn't start this to, to, to get known internet famous or some silly thing like that. Um, and I hope it's helpful. That's what I'm getting at. I hope that at least what we're talking about right here is helpful. Maybe it's something you've never heard before. Maybe it's something that you didn't know that you could walk through with a brother or sister or all the other lies that, we tell ourselves and that we believe from Satan, whatever it is, whatever the reason that you may not be dealing with it or want to deal with it, do it, deal with it. It's real. We all love you. Um, I'm appreciative of all of you out there. And I hope that we can come together as a community, as a faith community, but also as a musical community and uh, recognize that these things are something we have to deal with. And it's something that we don't like to deal with that we like to uh, sweep under the rug and move on. We got to stop. So um, love you guys. And I hope this has been okay. I hope that it wasn't too heavy for those of you out there. Anyone who stuck with this whole thing, um, this whole episode. And I hope that uh, you come back and I didn't scare anybody off uh, because we're not going to always be talking about heavy stuff. But like I said, this, this last week uh, put a lot of things into focus that I wanted to, to concentrate on. 
and it just made me want to just kind of talk. And so this is as much therapy for me as it is for anyone else out there that may be listening. So um, that's it. That's all I got to say. And I think that's a good, that was a good, that was a good podcast. I'm not pretty happy with that. Um, but I hope to see you again. Um, I, I'm hoping to get back to the weekly content releases. So um, stay tuned for that. And, uh, you know, if you're on YouTube watching this, then leave a comment. Let me know anything you feel comfortable letting me know or hit me up at academyofworship at gmail.com and I'd love to hear your thoughts or um, however you want to however you want to talk to me that's fine I, I love hearing from everybody and uh, I'll see you in the next one see ya